now. Bachelor Nation on the After Reality Podcast Network. She is not wearing dangly earrings, but she is Kit Gunderson. And I am Spencer Kitley, and this is After Reality. It's the Bachelor Nation podcast here on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners at Fantasy 4 Reality, Fantasy the Numeral 4, reality.com. And it was a bit of a explosive week on The Bachelor where we saw galvanizing of forces where everyone got on one side of the table and uh, pushed our friend Braden out of the out of the show. And I can't say that I was mad at it, um, but there's plenty of other stuff going on. And it's like definitely a Mr. Mojo Rising Award this week. And there's a clear cut kind of top three, which I'm curious to get into later on. It was like who that mysterious fourth man might be. But that all being said, I'm excited to get into it. But before we do, Kate, what is the good word? The good word is it's probably not a good sign when everyone says they would eat Brayden. Um, if they were trapped in the forest, I mean, I think you take that as a red flag charity, which maybe she actually didn't, um, at first, uh, but we'll get into it. Still just perplexed and what's attractive about that, that person, uh, his scarves and his earrings, Spencer, how can you not see it? Yeah, that's a, he comes in here in flip flops and a cheap scarf. Well, you're wearing a scarf. This is cashmere. That was a great line. <laughs> I want to make that into a meme. This is cashmere. Yeah, and you know his scarf, Braden's scarf, is actually it's like the the one you get at like the the guy who's like selling scarves for you know three for ten dollars on the side of the street in New York City or something like that. Yeah, or at Walmart, and they'll and they'll oh like a Target. Should we go find it? We should do like a Google image search and and just out him for buying it somewhere like totally lame. I want to know where he, where who sells him the the dangly earrings in bulk. I told you it's Amazon. Like go search costume jewelry on Amazon and I like swear I could probably find the exact set he got. I I bet someone's done the research. I I would even venture I I don't even need to to guess. I know without having seen it that there is a Twitter account called Brain's Earrings. Right, exactly. But that's the thing. They, they always do that, right? Yeah, exactly. They do. Someone's out there being being fun and witty. We should go follow them. Tierra's eyebrow. There was Josh's pizza when Josh Murray was so into his pizza at, in paradise. Uh, I didn't know that. Claire's raccoon. The, the list. Oh, really? On yeah, it's it's they, people people make these accounts and then it's like a parody of of those things and then it goes on until until it's run its course. Of course. But um. Unfortunately, I feel very confident he's going to be in paradise, unfortunately. Yeah, and it'll be very interesting because you know how like sometimes <clears throat> if you get to paradise soon enough, like the people in paradise haven't seen the season yet. And I wonder if he'll like be him. No yeah. one seen him. But I mean, I think like to his core, he is that douchey. So I think it'll come across pretty quickly. How good did we do preseason? I did horribly ranking people. I, I think know. we did pretty good, like guessing people, but <laughs> I can't remember. I know I did. I think you agreed with me, but I think you were also putting it on Sean a little bit. Like, I was putting a lot on Sean and Sean has totally surprised this, me. This was our preseason, like 
most likely to be like a douchey villain. Yeah. And and I was on, in on Braden and I've never been more right about anything in this franchise. Um, <laughs> and whereas like, I actually kind of like Sean. I th- he seems like an all right guy. I know. So you know who's going to totally like kill it in paradise yeah. is Sean, but more importantly, Tanner. Tanner Tanner is like, he's actually coming across really, really well, um, but he's like not enough of an interest for charity. So he's going to be in paradise. I'm going to pull you out here in the woods and make out with you. And But, but Hey, you know what happened the last time we had a Tanner in paradise, Jade and Tanner, Jade and Tanner. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. Now they have three kids. Yeah. Speaking of, should I jump into gossip? Oh, real quick. Remind everybody where they can follow us online. Follow us on Twitter at after reality pod. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at after reality podcast. Reminder, subscribe wherever you're downloading your podcast and listening right now, hopefully. Don't forget to check out our website, afterrealitypodcast.com. And now, drum roll, please, for Kate's Hot Goss. Kate's Hot Goss Corner, as we call it. Um, okay, a few pieces of goss. One is that Claire Crawley is pregnant. Um, she's not dating a bachelor person, but I know that a lot of people have been following her journey, and everyone's really happy for her. Um, you said journey. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I have to say journey, right? Isn't that required? Um, what's the other one? Oh, the other one is the the Golden Bachelor was finally announced after how many years? Four? Three? It's been a long time they've been soliciting people for this show. and it, So we have him. Do we have sutruses? Uh, I mean, they must. But so it's really interesting because like everyone was like, wait, I thought we were going to get like a Grandpa Joe type of vibe where like they actually look like an old man, not just like a young man with gray hair. Um, I will say he does have a hearing aid, it seems, in the, in the commercials. He's a so he, like Tarzan. Right, 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 exactly. Uh, his name is Gary, but the, but spelled Jerry. Yeah, and he's from Indiana. He has two daughters and two granddaughters. And, oh, I and didn't know his, that. His uh, his wife, I believe, passed of forty some odd years, passed away five years ago. I see. Okay, I think it had to be a widow situation for this to work. Unfortunately, apparently, like she worked her whole life, retired, and then a few months later died. Oh, it's so horrible. I'm sure we'll hear a lot about that. Um, I'm okay. So I know a lot of people are like, I wanted to be older people, but I totally get the vibe they're going for. I live in Marin County. And when you go out to dinner here, you get like, you know, like normal 30-year-olds and 40-year-olds out like while their kids are, you know, being babysat or something else. And then you get like the sugar daddy and cougar scene and it is so hot out here and they look like this Gary guy. Everybody looks like this vibe. And so like I think there's a market for this. I think this is happening at bars and such. And I think um, I think we're going to get some good, good, uh, good juice out of it. So he's 71. So what do like, we think the age of his sutruses are? 40s? 50s? No, they can't be that like aggressive about it. No, they got to be like 60s. Like they also have to be old. You can't just be like someone's looking for a sugar daddy. Also, do we know if he's rich? Like is he rich? No. Also like when you're that old and you probably like don't give a f- an f about anything, like is this show going to be so much better because of that? Yeah, well, yeah, because they're not trying to look good on social media or whatever, or get. They don't even know what social media is. 
Yeah, well, he he does. Um, I know. I'm joking. But hey, my 104 year old grandpa is on the Facebook. So 104. That's awesome. And he's like active on Facebook. Like more. I mean, more well, active than us. Called it by its original name. Yeah, oh. the faith. Yeah, of course you have to. Yeah. Um. Good stuff. Any other hot goss? Golden Bachelor, Claire Crawley talking to raccoons or babies. There is one more. Oh, okay. This is it. You're not going to remember her, but she was like, her name oh. was Chelsea. She was a really tall, um, like black model, I think on bald head. That yeah, was the really short. Yeah. 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 She went on Canadian paradise and found love. That's, I think she was also on Australian paradise that, that one season where like Grant, from Lace and Grant and uh, yes. and and Damn Daniel were on. I, I I feel like maybe she was on a, a later season, or maybe I'm confused. no. I think you're right, but I think it wasn't until Canada Paradise that she found love. Good for so, her. So I know, and they got engaged and everything. But I do. I think it was her third Paradise type of show. I saw where I don't like to read reality, Steve, but it comes up in the Twitter feed sometimes where he sure. some photos. That someone had taken that were staying at the Vedanta, uh, mm. a notepad showing when Eliza, who was on a recent season, um, and someone else were, were coming and going. Uh, but there was one season where there was like a list of like room numbers of like everyone that oh. was there and you knew what order they were going to be coming in because of the room. Oh. It was oh, great. that's super interesting. That's great. Okay, let's get into this episode. Let's do it. Um, we're coming in hot off of a week where we had an awkward Warwick date. Adrian surprisingly went home, and then Braden inexplicably still there. And we pick up this week in Stevenson, Washington, which I wasn't familiar with. You? Never heard of it. You're, nope, you're, but it looks pretty. You're a left coaster, so i just checking. Uh, it's about an hour from Portland. And then I said it was also about an hour from Vancouver, which I was... I don't know my geography over there well enough, but I, I'll go with it. Um, yeah, they probably paid a lot to get this like quote unquote product placement because now a lot of people know about a seemingly kind of like random place. Looked cold and rainy to me. Um, we no, are, not the best advertisement. Yeah, we are meeting up at some tree houses where it, of course, is raining. Uh, it does look very scenic. Um, I don't know if it's. At one point in time, we were at the the Hood River Fruit Festival, which I was like, oh, is this near Mount Hood? I don't know. It is. It is actually. So it's off of Hood River. That's the water that they see right outside. And then it looks like maybe it's an, an hour, maybe two hours from Mount Hood. So maybe that's like their, that's their play. Didn't, I don't, have you ever been to Coeur d'Alene? It kind of didn't, it wasn't dissimilar yeah. to Coeur d'Alene. I haven't been there, but obviously like, yeah, I, I know of it. Yeah. Uh, anyhow. Enter Jesse Palmer, not 44, not the host, but he is a notable Bigfoot enthusiast today. Um, mm -hmm. We're in Skamania, Columbia River Gorge, and um, I thought we were going to do more with the Bigfoot thing, and then it just went away until post-credits, because I guess it didn't. Yes, I'm glad that it went away until post-credits. <laughs> didn't, didn't go real well. But date card, Dotton. Let's leap into love. Um, and... He's so big. Did you see him trying to cram himself into that Jeep? It must be. I mean, like, he's going to be like that guy that always has to duck his head in airplanes. Like, it's just got to be, it's got to be tough. The world isn't made for that kind of height. Yeah. Um, 
Anyhow. And th- and then the guys start immediately, or not the guys, Brayden starts immediately uh, talking trash as the guys are all chit chatting about how they didn't get to go on a date. Did you hear it? Did you did you hear what he was saying? Yeah. Well, they don't even know her favorite color and and all. Can the- you believe it? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's doing this whole like angry boyfriend thing on the side, and he's talking trash about Sean's chin and looking like Prince Charming from Shrek. Which, like, Brayden's wrong about a lot of things, but he's actually right about that. The second he said that, I was like, "Oh my god, he's so right." Um, he does look like that that prince. Um, I will also say he was still Prince Charming. Yeah, he was. Yeah, exactly. Um, I will also say my husband knows my favorite color, but I don't think any of my ex-boyfriends knew my favorite color it's just like it's not like something you actually talk about i don't like i don't know that i guess i have a favorite color right like also do 20 and 30 year olds have favorite colors um is this something like you're supposed to remember down uh i think brayden's really showing his age there after like elementary or middle school (laughs) exactly i like a palette of colors actually i'm a big fan big fan of uh like seafoam green that's, that's yeah seafoam green's a great one i really like um like a sunflower not sunflower oh darn it now i can't think of it anyway it's a kind of like a blue periwinkle i think of it no i'll think of it as we go there's like a word for it yeah we'll continue with charity and Dotton. uh they're bungee jumping off of a 30-story bridge kate as soon as i saw it i wrote down adrenaline date kate Adrenaline Date Kate. That should that should actually be the name of of my spinoff podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, it's not just an adrenaline date. It's also a conquering fears and giving support to one another date. So like done done and dusted. Like if Dotton wasn't a front runner, he is now. I was actually very impressed with him because it sounds like he has a real fear of heights. Um, but he didn't show that to her. He like was comforting her even though he was freaking out as well. I'm not super interested in doing this uh, activity. I don't know about you. Uh, no, no, no. I've so I've skydived. I've actually skydived twice, and that is like you're so high up that you can't fathom hitting the ground. But like bungee jumping, yeah, like the ground is right there. Yeah, you can completely fathom hitting the ground. Yeah. Also, like the risk that the production has to take. Like, what if something goes wrong? Yeah. Like, that's terrifying. And our season of Bachelorette has been canceled as uh, it <laughs> to their death. Right. My, my wife's done bungee jumping against Guy. She actually bungee jumped in New Zealand at the Christchurch. Lar- largest place you can do it. Like, you free fall twice. And I'm like, oh, oh. yeah. We, I, I was there and we, had, we were going skydiving the next day. And I was like, mm, I'm a hard pass on this one. Yeah, anyhow, nighttime, which we know is the right time campfire and s'mores uh wait serious question before we continue how do you roast your marshmallows slow and low slow and low is the only way to do it don't burn it like i know you want to burn it to get it done you got and then it's so good want it as gooey as possible but as unblack as possible yeah like nice brown golden brown is great but you got to be patient also this is um my trick is you take the graham cracker and you put the chocolate on the graham cracker and then you get it as close to the fire as possible like on a rock and so it melts the chocolate as you're slow slow and low the marshmallow this is now a s'mores podcast by the way you can catch more (laughs) on our food podcast Uh, yeah exactly um it'll be right next to kate's adrenaline podcast 
Um, Great. Adrenaline Kate. Adrenaline Date Kate. Sorry. Kate, it's going to be your your relationships podcast. Right, Uh, exactly. We get to hear more about how Dotton came to America at the age of four. We hear more about how Charity kind of grew up in the burbs. Um, And she tells him, like, straight up, hey, I'm I'm very happy with you. Seems natural and right, unforced. And she's digging how she is he's like kind of leaning in learning her for her and nobody's really done that before. And like when she said, did, did anyone ever say this could be my person before Meredith gray referred to Christine <laughs> as her person? Did, did Absolutely she, not. She invented that saying, but it's I'm, such a great saying. I'm pretty sure. Like I never heard it before that. I no, I don't I think that. I did too. I don't think it was in the vernacular. But uh, it was about friends, not not about, but this is, could be her person. Anyhow, they, they make out in the hot tub, fantasy points for that. And uh, he keeps thanking her for this opportunity. It's really kind of fun to watch, like how grateful he is to be there. And she seems really into him. I think this could be the, the, the pairing. I was reflecting on this and like kind of the rest of the episode. And I don't know, two things I noticed. I don't know who they like. They must have updated or changed or hired a new casting director. But like the guys this season or at least the 10 that are left, like minus Brayden, like they are they are high quality. They're good people. And you can tell they're good people. And this is like very shocking. And I don't think a representation. Sorry, all men out there. I don't think a full representation of the American population. Um, And then also. Her clothing, I don't know if you've noticed it. Her clothing is on point. Like she is just impeccably dressed every single time. Well, I talked the last last week about the two great colored leather jackets she wore consecutively, uh, in green one and a pink one. I like those. Yeah, they're they're totally killing it. And then she at the very end, she wears this like really cool fur like shawl thing that goes to the floor. Like there's just like a lot of great fashion. I think I think they've heard our our podcast, specifically yeah. our podcast. Like up. I'm going to hit on some more fashion when we get to the group date. Um, okay, good. And as they're on this date, though, um, this Braden stuff still going on. This like chopping block, and Joey is like, even he seems a little unsure, and he's the most sure person there. And like, I do, I don't know exactly what to think but then like Braden has that statement of like i'm wanting to see charity not on not in the role as bachelorette I'm like uh that's the name of the show bro <laughs> yeah exactly also i wonder you know like we've noticed this about charity in general she's and i think she talks about it with Dotton how she's like always been a perfectionist and like very academic and like just like tries to be the best because she didn't feel like she fit in in her suburbs and whatnot and so, like, maybe Charity's just always on, even if she's not the Bachelorette. You know what I mean? Maybe she's just, like, maybe she's too impressive of, her, of a person for you, Brayden, and that's making you feel insecure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, But group date, Joey, Aaron, Michael, Caleb, Brayden, Sean, John, Sean, John, like Pup Daddy, and Tanner, <laughs> uh, meet me in the woods, which means Xavier gets the one-on-one, and... um. They all looked so sad when they heard their names. Which I was, I was excited for this. Cause like Xavier, I, I think he was, he and Joey are like my one, a one B preseason. Oh, really? Um, we both like Xavier. One of, one of the big reasons was like 
seems like a smart guy based on his profession, and he lives in proximity to charity in North Carolina. Oh, I didn't know that. Where does he live? In North Carolina as well. Oh, interesting. It actually has legs there. Yeah. Um, Carborough, North Carolina, biomedical scientist. How do you remember this? Or you just have their like uh, profiles I, I, up? I got I to gotta pull it up. Okay, uh, good. <laughs> but, um, so eight guys on this group date. And do you think they issued flannel to all these guys? Because like, what are the chances that they all are similarly styled for this date? With the exception of Brayden. I literally had the same thought and I like almost, I think I mentioned this, like I peripherally know someone who is on The Bachelor years ago and I like almost wanted to Instagram DM her and ask her this question because like, do they give them a specific list and they're like, wear something flannel or did they just say like, wear something cold for the woods? Um, also, I think that Bra- how Braden's like, I don't need a jacket. I think he's totally a child and just didn't know how to pack right for himself and actually didn't pack an appropriate outfit. Should have, you should have pinged Whitney Franz way. Uh, you know what? Yeah, exactly. You know what? Maybe he went home because he realized he doesn't have any more outfits. I, I ran out of earrings and I don't have a jacket and it's cold. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I'm a California and I'm a San Diego kid. Boy. There have been times in the past where they like, they all have like the same hoodie in a different color. Right. It's different though, because it's flannel. It just seems different. Um, but I guess you don't want everybody in the same plaid. Uh, uh, yeah, there's gotta be, but like, I think one person didn't have the same outfit on maybe Aaron. I don't know. I can't think of it. Yeah. I think Joey was it Joey. One of them had like a, a different something, but we'll, we'll keep it moving. Um, okay. they're here in the woods. There's something like a group of girl scouts with instruments shows up there. We can't have girl scouts. So we have the, no, 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 they're not called girl scouts. They're just called scouts. Oh, are they? Yeah, you can't uh, gender identify them anymore. Aren't they Girl Scout cookies? Pretty sure they are. We have those. I don't. I think they're just called Scouts now. Oh, I don't know. They're still Girl Scouts. They're because ma- Girl Scout cookies. You know what they're made out of? Real Girl Scouts. Uh, <laughs> and anyhow, one of these girls is just like face of steel and like like here to teach you how to survive in the forest and like yeah smelly boys and demon girls and all all these things being 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 uh passed around spencer the yep. funniest part of the whole show i'm gonna make a meme out of this <laughs> the girls are like after sean says that they're demons the girls are like we're not demons and the last girl goes i am a demon <laughs> and i like lost it this girl is that i like i want a tv show for that girl neither like, have you seen that Instagram account that used to always be like Chris Harrison with his eyes red, like he was the devil? Um, oh yes, exactly. That treatment on 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 this girl, but um, <laughs> they're bringing like had to go out and forage for things. Like Tanner makes a charcuterie board, looked really nice. Mushrooms, pine nuts. I don't want to eat it, but Brayden <laughs> pretty much makes the exact same thing and copies him. Right, Aaron brings a frog back. Hey, that is that is something you can eat. You know, like if you need to survive in the woods, that's it. Um, and then we we're, we move on to this challenge. Winner goes to the kissing tree. Um, I like the question. How would you warm charity if the fire went out? Um, no one got too inappropriate on that one. And then who would you <laughs> survive? And they all say Brayden. Which, yeah. If like, what is that? The sixth red flag for charity? Yeah. I mean, how many how many do you need? 
And then one of the girls, those girls, okay, so, like, sometimes the kids are total flops. Like, those girls were funny. And I think one of them was like, you look like you got meat on you or something like that. I mean, they're, we know they're actresses, right? Actor. Oh, you think they are? Oh, definitely. Uh, well, I'll hire that demon girl any day. She's fu- That was great timing. Yeah. Um, anyhow, the winner of the Quality Time with Charity is Aaron, and he's looking for some sort of rise right after getting bogged down in the Braden crap last week. Um, meanwhile, speaking of Braden, he has lost his shirt and is calling Aaron a cookie cutter, cookie cutter dude. And he has a new graphic on the screen that says Braden lost his shirt. Oh, I didn't notice that. Um, I mean, Braden's just becoming a caricature of himself. I think uh, he's, it, you can tell where the, the, the editing is taking us. Yeah, so uh, nighttime, maybe the right time for some. And we're back into Aaron and Brayden and Brayden talking about when and why he might be ready to leave. It's really a them versus him at this point. And he's like, well, I'm not going to say anything because you guys like will use it against me. Who are you? Just go. I know. Exactly. Plus, like you, you're saying it to yourself. I, I do have... You know, okay, I'm really interested to see how Aaron reacts or Aaron acts once Brayden is gone. Because, like, yes, I like he's showing lots of positive signs, but I'm getting a few like flags. I don't want to call them red, but I'm getting a few flags with like how he's so obsessed with it. And then he does get like kind of aggressive when Brayden comes back. And I wonder if like Aaron always needs an enemy or if he actually will like chill out after Brayden leaves. My. My sense is he's going to chill out. Um, okay, I better. I hope so. I really like him, but he yeah. better chill out. Got to get that spot on Paradise. Got to chill out if you want to be on Paradise. Exactly. Going to be Chad Johnson. Um, well, I mean, you'll get you'll go find a far. Wait, wait, wait. Oh my god, we didn't. I I went like went deep on Chad Johnson. I have to bring it back real quick. Okay. He like got he like got um hair plugs or something like he like improved his hairline or something and made it darker and grew a beard and he looks like a completely different person everybody needs to go follow or not follow but like look up real chad johnson on instagram it is verified um is his beard still growing like into his nose because like you remember how his beard was like so high up on his cheeks he's just like a very very hairy man i guess um but he looks like like and he has a big mustache now he actually looks like a completely different person in his second most recent photo okay well hopefully he's doing well um but anyhow, we're this this all is going on, and Charity walks in on it, right? And she's visibly upset. She hears this whole like he's packed his bags twice piece. Like, whoo, just keep throwing the flags in there. They're flying, they're everywhere. Rainbow. And he color. doesn't deny it. Like and I and I get why the guys are so upset because they're like, we're getting this like totally different person than Charity's getting. And I actually like that Charity was like, no, tell me what you guys are talking about. Like she was like, I'm, we're not gonna like just put like sweep this under the rug. Yeah, uh, and she sits him down and she's like, okay, let's air it out. <laughs> and you, can, it's not gonna be a good conversation. And but like he's like, well, I've been down in the dumps since I got to Washington. I don't understand why you were so mad at me in our last conversation. Like, he like just like a whiny little baby doesn't want to take any responsibility for anything he might have done. Everything is why she did something to him. 
Yeah. And she notices that she's like, I feel like he's being like my ex. He's making me feel bad for things. He's just like, he's throwing a fit or maybe he's protecting himself because he realizes he's losing, but like, he's just not ready for an adult relationship is really what's happening there. Yeah. I I mean, she's frustrated and she's mad. Um, It's like, I'm just not believing anything that you're telling me. Uh, And I'm just like, I was excited to talk to you tonight. And anyhow, He's, he tells her, I feel like I like you, but I don't want to be here right now. I know. Like, just like said it. And you know what? I think maybe that's what he's been struggling with this whole time. I don't think he actually likes her. Yeah. It's like, I cannot get there in this environment. I must leave. I've run out yeah. of uh, and That's fine with me. Uh, yeah. She's like, hey, I deserve someone wholeheartedly to put their whole heart into this that was a quote from her <laughs> uh, well you know when you're upset you're not always making the most sense and just like that they walk out in their matching maroon outfits i didn't mm-hmm. like that outfit it was like maroon silk pantsuit hers yeah oh i liked the big like shawl thing i talked about that's when she had the shawl right she didn't have the shawl on at that point i think oh, okay the shawl was either at the cocktail party or oh right or uh on a date with xavier yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I was curious how she was going to handle the nighttime because so far it had not been the right time. And she comes back to the group kind of flustered. The guys are like, hey, toxicity is gone. And she, I was glad she kept the date going because there had been enough disruption. And there's still more disruption to come from Brayden. Um, sure. Aaron has a good one-on-one. Sean shows her like qualities that she wants to see like i feel like he's really solidifying himself Uh, he's he's i mean he's coming across like way more mature than i think his 24 years of age yeah yeah compare him to brayden seriously yeah Uh, and it's joey's ability like his superpower always seems to just kind of be like reassuring her Joey's going to be a friend. I told you this from the beginning. Joey's going to be the friend that hangs around for a while. Joey will also slay in paradise. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll be numero uno. Yeah. Uh, but Michael was still here. I forgot about Michael. I couldn't even remember his name. The Yachtman. Which is like how they call the cops. Uh, that's the, how the outcasts call the cops. That was a, that was a neighbor's also. Um I don't, I don't think they're coming, but uh, she makes out with him, too. She made out with all but three people this week. Oh, the- yeah. Bra- I didn't actually look up the, the Bachelor data stats Bra- this week. Brayden was one of those, but she also um, didn't make out with uh, uh, Caleb, who went home. And- right. I mean, I, I couldn't believe Caleb was still there, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, maybe maybe it was everybody but those two. Par- B- Bachelor data didn't do any analysis of I, it. I don't. Think Where she, is my info? I don't think Aaron B. I don't think she made out with Aaron B. This week. Uh, anyhow, let's go to that date. Or sorry, before we go to the group date. Or what me, do you mean? Oh. She made out with Aaron B. He won the kissing tree. Oh, that's right, uh, yeah, dude. I, 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 I'm drawing a blank on. There was there was three that she didn't make out with, but anyhow, mm-hmm. Joe did get the group date rose. Um, for 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 his work there, Xavier, they kick kick things off at the Hood River Fruit Festival, which I mentioned earlier. 
they have pepper jelly and it kicked charity's ass have you ever had pepper jelly i have okay because you're from the south have you done pepper jelly specifically the one from trader joe's with cream cheese on a cracker not the one from Critter Joe's, but yes, absolutely, uh, with cream cheese. Yeah. So for, I guess because I'm from the north, I don't know. We, what, what do you guys call me? A Yankee? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I had never had that until I met my husband's family. And like that is like now hands down. I bring that to everything and everyone loves it. It's just like it, it slaps. Yeah. You get a big slab of cream cheese. and It's like a really easy um, crowd pleaser to bring to anything. Absolutely. Uh, there's pear jam. There's bobbing for apples. I'm not sure, Kate, that this is an actual real event or if they just made the crap. For- <laughs> Wait, that's really funny. Because, like, what are the chances that you happen to be there for, you know, the fruit festival? Yeah, I mean, there's no one else around. And, like, they're stopping <laughs> pears? What are they going to do with, the like, the, the serving, like, applesauce but pear sauce? And now I'm going to look it up. Where are they in in Washington again? Stevenson? Stevenson, Washington. All right. Let's see if this fruit, we're going to debunk. I'll yeah. I'll look into it. River Fruit Festival. Yeah. Anyhow, um, Charity is saying Xavier reminds her of guys she has dated in the past. And it didn't sound like a compliment. And I was getting frustrated watching. Um, like Because you thought like she's just jumping to, to conclusions. I was. I was like, I think you need to give him a chance and not just be like he's rico suave saying all the right things maybe he's just a nice guy yes i i totally agree i think maybe she was saying it because he's like conventionally good looking and he's saying all the right things and like hey some girls that have been hurt in the past see that as a red flag even though like it's not a red flag it's just like you know men men ruin things for men and they kind of edit it weird. Like they, they go on this train ride next and she's like, Hey, my feelings are being enhanced and strengthened a little bit. And like, I mean, meanwhile, she's making him giddy. He tells her that. And I then, know. I think she's that, really into him. She's just scared of yeah, getting hurt. And she goes back to the ITM and is like, I'm on edge. Cause he reminds me of an ex. And it's, I'm like, She's. I tweeted it last night. I was like, why is she looking for a reason not to like him? Because he's like very conventionally good looking. So is Joey. Also, yes, 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 you're right. Also, I will say I did find the Hood River Fruit Festival and it does exist. It does. Yeah. It's a real thing. Sorry, Hood River folks. I doubted your festival. Exactly. Contrived for television. It does seem like there's one like every two months though. So. so it's more like a farmer's market. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, nighttime. She wants to talk about past relationships and he talks about how like he gives all of himself in relationship and his biggest fear is like not getting that in return. And I was like, boom, that's what she needed to hear. And Oh, it's exactly. But, but what she really wants to know is have you cheated before? And she didn't explicitly ask that. And I wanted her to. But I feel like she got that answer without getting the answer. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. And he asked her what, what things she's most weary about in marriage. And, and, and her answer is cheating because it's terrifying from her past long relationship. Um, 
and her not being prioritized and maybe yeah. he said more there maybe he did and we don't always see everything right but it sounds to me like xavier will prioritize her and he tells her like hey what this is what you're going to get from me complete honesty invested at 100 percent, and sign her up i mean saying all the right things and then and then you know he'll do anything for his partner and he tells that great story about his mother yeah i mean the reason why he is in the field he's in is because his mom has ms and like had he was interested in that and like the that level of love for his family is the same level of love he has to to give here which i thought he delivered that well no question at all though this week mr mojo rising for xavier really really coming up big when he needed to and putting himself in a good spot here i don't know i completely agree i my only and once again i'm basically being charity my only red flag is like he's good looking he's well spoken he has a phd or he's getting a phd he's like has this great father role model showing him how to like give appropriate love to the people around you like what is his red flag and that he isn't you know in a long-term committed relationship right now he's 27 years old right um so and he's mm, okay and busy getting a phd and you could make the case that charity is all of those things as well what's wrong with her I guess she just, oh, I guess maybe they have the same thing wrong as they were, they were with bad people that didn't appreciate them. They were wasting their time, right? They were wasting their time. Okay. 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 All right. Yeah. Fine. Um, cocktails and roses. Uh, we're walking on treadmills and suits. We're trimming each other's nose hair. We're crocheting a little more. And we start the party with Aaron massaging charity a little bit and complimenting on our own job. Um, and, he, he, they they like to tell her how she's doing a good job, which is weird. She is doing a great job. I want to tell her too. I appreciate. It. That's what I'm saying. These guys are like actually superb, and maybe they're all like encouraging each other to be so superb. But I like it. I will say at one point he says, "As you know, this is how I show love." Is he saying like his love language is physical touch? Is that what he's saying? Perhaps. Yeah. Okay. That... I wonder what charities is. Um. She seemed to be scared off by words of affirmation. <laughs> like, I don't trust you. Right, exactly. So it's not words of affirmation. Maybe it's like acts of service. I don't know, though. I don't know. I don't know. Might we'll be. have to ask her one day. We'll get her on the pod and we'll ask her. Might be because she seems to be so touched when she hears about acts of service. So Right, or, exactly. Um, yeah, Charity then just goes and like pulls Tanner out in the woods for, for a, quote, adventure, but she really just wants to make out with him. It reminds me of um uh, dazing fuse one of my favorite movies and um pink and jody just end up out in the woods to make out at, at the at the, at the park. And <laughs> Daze and confused. Yeah, like, if you haven't this is a psa for everyone out there if this is now a Daze and confused fan club podcast if you haven't watched it everyone needs to go watch it but i think you have to be like over 18 not that we have listeners that are under 18 but yeah it it felt very much like uh pink and jody out in the woods uh when simone has gone missing anyhow i i digress uh flip-flop wearing scarf draped ear dangling man emerges from the darkness and into the light he walks into the cocktail party and the dudes are pissed like i don't yeah. remember people being this angry at anything before uh i mean i'm sure we've seen a lot of anger before i just love that they're all like 
aligned in their anger. Um, and they just have some great commentary of just like that he's just being disrespectful. He's just being a kiddo. He's just a kiddo. These guys are looking out for each other though. It's like it's yeah. not fair that someone else isn't getting time. It's the fair police. It's uh, but like he seems Braden, he seems to be aimlessly just kind of storming around this lobby. And then he I walks- love that production's not helping him at all find the right door. <laughs> and he walks in on John and Charity making out in a large, mostly vacant room. Right, but like making out for a while. Heavily. Like, hey, good on you, John. A really solid makeout sesh for you. And somehow, so much so that you don't hear or see him walk in the room. I know. Well, and actually, I wonder if they don't hear or see him, or I wonder if it's just so common for production to walk in and out while you're doing something that they're like immune to it and they probably just thought it was production. That's that's probably it, exactly. Um, but I'm not entirely sure why he's there other than just to screw these guys over. Um, and he's here to tell her that you did nothing wrong in this process. And she's like, uh, I know I did nothing wrong. You did everything wrong. Once again, he's just like, he's just a baby. Uh, and I mean, when he walks out, Aaron tells him like, Hey, you're not a man and you need to go apologize to John, <laughs> which I like these guys sticking up for each other. I know I do. Um, Aaron gets, Aaron gets heated, fired up. Like they all chase him out to the bus and it's really a lot of like just angry, fired up dudes. And, uh, like he kind of does need to apologize to John. And like, John's like, Hey dude, I'm on the chopping block here tonight. And he's like, well, yeah, well, he kind of does say like, I'm sorry, but then like, then he called. He's like, "Well, it's just these other bunch of jackasses," and that lit the powder keg. Right, exactly. And I, I mean, like, I yeah, I think, um, I think he doesn't. Yeah, I think John. I feel bad for John. I also, as I said before, I want to see how Aaron reacts to all of this. Like, once he's gone, what's Aaron like? Yeah. But by all of this happening, it's ruined the rest of the night. John wanted conversation. Sean wanted some time, but Jesse's here. Cocktail party is over. Um, gosh, Braden has really played a role in this season, hasn't he? And he really has. He's just he's he's destroying it for everyone, and you know he'll be on Paradise. But hopefully, like you know, hopefully, like John will be on Paradise, and Sean and Tanner, and they'll be like, actually, this bro sucks. Yeah, nobody, and- nobody, hang out with him. Person like Braden, like I'm not saying he did on this season, but could can actually disrupt the course of the show that might would have unfolded without him yeah it's interesting i mean everyone's someone's always got to be the villain yeah but i'm meaning like could there have been another one of those guys that's gone home this season that because of Braden they've had to go home and probably john yeah like i really like john yeah john's gonna do really well in paradise actually anyhow rose ceremony dotton xavier and joey all have roses and at this point they might be the top three guys aaron gets the first rose Second, Tanner, her her makeout buddy, and like, is he a deep sleeper? I don't know. Uh, gets the second one, and then you're right. And then Sean gets the final rose, and we say goodbye to Caleb, John, and Michael. And I was shocked, not at who went home, that we cut four dudes this week. We only had ten to begin with. Like just chopping block. They must figure out. Like as I said before, you probably she probably knew very early on the folks that she was interested in. I do agree with you on this Tanner thing. I think he's coming out more in his ITMs. Like there's more to him. I just wonder if it might be like a a little too late. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a one on one next week. So who hasn't gotten a one on one yet from these folks? Um, Has Joey had one? Joey had the first one. Oh, okay. And Aaron's had one. Aaron, um, yeah, Aaron's had one. 
So just Tanner and Sean that haven't had them. Yeah, and Sean had the like that date, the that date where he won like yeah. part of it, so he got to have someone on one time. Yeah. So I I think my money would be on Tanner to get. I, they they could both get one on ones next week. I doubt it. I bet someone gets a double up. They don't do two on ones anymore, right? No, and they won't because there's no two polarizing polls. Right, like Tanner one. and Sean would just be like buddy buddies having fun. <laughs> um. So, but like. I'm shocked. We've had four episodes, Kate. Four episodes. We're down to six. And we have six guys left. Oh, then let's say, let's make our calls on who gets hometowns. I know this is going to be very close to our top three, but who gets hometowns? Yeah, well, well hometowns is the final four, right? Um, yeah. Like, I think Dot and Xavier and Joey are going to be unanimous choices, right? You- what about Aaron? I feel like he's been floating around the top for a while, but I don't know if she actually likes him. Well, I'm. Do you dis? So if we're picking four, do you disagree with Dot and Xavier or Joey is is in the top four? I think I think Dot and Xavier, Aaron, and then I think it's either going to be Joey or Tanner. I think it'll be Joey because he's further along than Tanner. Yeah, I. I don't. I don't know. I don't know who my fourth person is. That's the problem. I, like leaders in the clubhouse for me, it's Dot and Xavier and Joey. And I don't know who. Yeah, I, I guess it's Aaron. Um, but there was stuff in this season on with um, Sean, mm-hmm. and he was uh, having like, like a, a pretty serious conversation with yeah. uh, with uh, Charity. There's also we, oh, I miss we, that. we know Jared's we know Joey's in the final four because we saw his dad talking to her. So. Oh, okay. All right, you're right. I wasn't paying enough attention. Also, Aaron on his high school football field. That's what it looked like. Letterman's Joe. So Jack. Aaron, Joey, Dotton, Xavier. Yeah. It, if that was Aaron's high school football field. But I'm I'm my money is this week we're going to New Orleans. Because it looked like they were in Jackson Square. We saw a crawfish boil. Although Who's from New Orleans? Well, Aaron is from Louisiana. Oh. He was the frog frog guy. This week, he said, "Hey, I'm from Louisiana." Yeah, we- yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. So we're gonna have there's tennis with Joey. So I I can't tell what of this is hometowns and what of this is just them doing stuff for them and, and to to relate to what what their talents are. Yeah. Oh, more interesting question. Is there anything else interesting from this season? Um, and that we end somewhere tropical, but that's to be sure. expected. But uh, they don't go to a European city. I guess not. And What's that about? I, I did hear on another podcast that the only international place they go is the the last place that's tropical, which I think is actually just the Caribbean. Okay, so maybe they they cut down the budget, but someone oh. does come back again. We see it. It's it's a it's a black man. Um, we well, we they showed it. us someone's legs that are black. I don't know if they're trying to throw us off, and it's like Braden again. Uh, but come. I think it's probably one of the six guys that's still there that probably gets cut and then comes back. Right. And she does say something like, I've been regretting what I've done or something like that. I bet it's Avery. It <sighs> might be Aaron. I don't know. Um, you know, it's a tougher question is who's the next bachelor. Oh, there's some, there's some like fan accounts for John out there. If they want to go with, I think their first Asian American bachelor. Yeah. We won't have, we don't have to decide Right. Oh, but it's remember it's 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 always the fourth person. Doesn't so it's work. gonna be Joey. It's gonna be Joey. It doesn't have to be the fourth person though. But it's but remember we like figured out like we were like why is a charity 
Yeah, but maybe because she was the fourth person. The way things are set up right now, though, we're we're gonna have a run of Golden Bachelor and Paradise. Oh, they have enough time. You're saying we have some. T- we could we could send guys to Paradise, see if someone rises as the Bachelor, and then make them the Bachelor like they did with Nick Vial and Colt. Yeah. Anyhow, um, Charity though looks to be very upset. At the end of the show, because I, I think when she's wearing that white dress, that is the end of the show. She looks very upset. So kind of interested to see what happens when we get there. Yeah. Any final thoughts for you before we get out of here? Um, I would actually like Joey as a bachelor. I'm just going to say that. I think Joey would do a great job. I think. And if, and if Xavier gets sent home or Xavier. Yeah, that, that could be interesting. Particularly with like the. The family storyline. Yeah, the family dynamic. You get a lot of sympathy stuff and, and you really understand him and you feel for him and he feels more dynamic and 3D. But what if Tanner takes off like a rocket ship in the next two weeks? I mean, I like, I, I think I have a crush on Tanner. Don't tell my husband. No, Jade and Tan- um, Jade and Tanner. Tanner's great. Tanner's, Tanner seems lovely. Kate and Tanner. Kate. And- yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, fantasy for reality. Fantasy numeral for reality.com is where we play all of our fantasy games. Where we're winding down this season, even though we've only played four weeks, there's only six guys left. And lucky for me, five of them are on my team. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, you've already won. So, like, what's the point of even rehashing this? Kate's hopes and dreams are tied to, to Sean and his cashmere scarf. Um, yes, exactly. Uh, it's about, I won't say the numbers. It's about double to, double to, to half. Um, in the, in the scoring department, but we will have a new game coming to you soon when big brother season launches um and kate has do you have do you have something i have some more goss okay so i just looked up tanner on bat on instagram first of all he is verified um it looks like he had like a some stuff going on before the bachelor so he has like a trainer website he has an an app coming soon and he has like some sort of lending thing happening and he has a youtube page so i hope tanner's not on here just for fame but he might be on here just for fame Zachary Reality just picked the same four guys as you did for the final. Yeah, because he's he's smart like me. I yeah, did. Tanner has like Tanner also models. Interesting. Interesting. All, I'm not sure I, where I where I take this. You know? Kind of model a little bit, right? Yeah, I guess so. But yes, this is interesting. Okay. All right. I'm let's go ahead and get out of here. Remind you though to follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and TikTok after reality podcast. Also remind us to subscribe wherever you might be listening right now. Press that subscribe, like, comment, leave some feedback. Check out our website, afterrealitypodcast.com. You can find me on the Twitter at Spencer Kitley. You can find at Fantasy for Reality on both Instagram and Twitter. And Kate is mommy blogging where? Uh Kate Stern Gunderson, mommy blogging, coming to you August first. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And it's when I quit my, it's when I quit my day jobs, folks. So I'm, I'm putting all my effort into this podcast. That and, and of course, our TikTok account. Uh, our TikTok account, and then maybe watching my children. But that's just like a tertiary thing. That's like a side gig, right? Side not, gig. Yeah, exactly. It's not even that many hours. Very good. Well, until we chat again, we remind you we like bears and Mexican food right here on After Reality. <laughs>